Now podcast. Here we go with some special guests today, E.G. Brunson and Samantha Tedder. This is our summer edition, friends. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having us. So we've had a day today. And I don't know what is going on with the two of y'all, but we've had a day today. So as we begin the podcast today, enlighten our viewers and enlighten our listeners maybe to your most fun moment of the day that we've already had so far. Most fun oh, moments. When, you, when the apples fell out of the bus. So Give us some context. To- Based um, on the, what happened with the apples. So we went to Publix. <laughs> on the, yes. well, on, and we went to Sam's. On, a, on the mini, mini bus. On the mini, mini bus uh, today. And as we were at Sam's, we bought apples for girls' night. This coming up. <laughs> and the back door of the bus didn't stay closed. So we were driving back from um dropping something off and as we're driving back there's this beeping that begins to happen on the bus and that meant the back door was open (laughs) and we find out that we were missing some items and specifically a whole box uh or container of apples fell out and we're all over the yeah ground in the middle of the highlands and then the grapes fell like in the middle of them but the grapes but they did not fall over so the grapes were fine you're gonna get the grapes but the the apples are in the highlands yes if you want apples you might see them if you're driving through the highlands uh subdivision so all right eg favorite moment of the day my favorite part of the day was accidentally booty bumping the call the police button in the (laughs) elevator (laughs) <laughs> and it started dialing in the elevator. But and Chase saved us. Chase had to say disregard call <laughs> in his youth pastor voice so yeah, that the call tried, wouldn't go through. I tried to be as like serious as possible <laughs> because I, you know how that goes. Like if you say it the wrong way, they're like, please try again. I didn't understand what you were saying, you know, whatever. Uh-huh. And so I was like, I had to say disregard, but I'm trying not to laugh in the same disregard. moment. Disregard. Yeah, I was trying not to start laughing. I was just that's why I went and sat in the corner because I couldn't look at Alex's face. So I started laughing so hard. Do you think actual operators listen to that? I'm sure somebody will get a funny laugh after that. So, well, that's what's happened today, guys. And this is our summer edition. And you guys have been a part of our student ministry for this summer, or really forever, but also like on staff with intern. Uh, interning this summer so Mm -hmm. has there been a moment past the craziness of today that stands (laughs) out to y'all about the rest of the summer maybe something fun that happened something cool that was neat that you experienced has there been another moment that stands out to you for our time together this summer um i think something that was pretty cool was actually this past week or last week week before last at generate camp um i think it was pretty cool when they did kind of like the invitation for new believers and it was really cool that for a moment the pastor was it dave was his name um he was inviting those who needed to accept christ to stand up and for a moment it was just kind of nobody but then i mean they were countless like 20 plus people who stood up and said i need jesus in my life i thought that was pretty powerful um just a moment of just surrender and it was just cool that everybody got to clap for him and just make him feel so loved and 
Um, something that I thought was pretty cool is just everybody who was walking around and seeing those students who stood up. They were saying, "Just welcome to the welcome to the family. Welcome to the family. This is this is amazing yeah. that your decision." Just really encouraging them and letting them know that like that decision was not taken in like in vain. That was it was a good decision that they made, and I thought that was pretty powerful this summer. That's my favorite. What about you, Sam? Uh, my favorite moment is not as deep. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry there. <laughs> Mine also comes from Generate. Um, I just, we had some crazy things happen at Generate, but it, like the kids, every time we were like, we're going to have fun, um, we're going to make this good. And I just like the karaoke moments were probably some of the favorite moments for me because they like, all just, you didn't really get to experience those. Yeah, I didn't those. experience karaoke at all. Um, <laughs> it happened, it happened a few times. Um, in the rain. But in the, in the rain, um, on my bus waiting for Trace to get back, tell us what to do on that first day that we did get to go to down in Chattanooga. Sam made a singing debut. Yeah, um, but I think they're all pretty, those were just pretty fun to me because it was like everybody just came together and had a good time despite, you know, what was going on around us. Like spontaneous stuff. And yeah, it was like always super spontaneous mm -hmm. too. So you just spoke of karaoke. <laughs> Let's go back to that thought for just a quick second. <laughs> EG and Sam, enlighten us right now. If you were going to pick a song to sing for karaoke, what song would that be and why? Easy. Uh, Love on Top by Beyonce because it goes like four octaves higher in the end. And I just think it's really fun. And um, I don't know what an octave is, but it means you go really high. Okay. And it's just my favorite to sing for karaoke, just because not a lot of people because you know can the flex song. on everybody. Yeah, I like to flex on people. You know, <laughs> Sam, I'm not I'm not even gonna lie to you right now. <laughs> but, no, but I just think it's really fun that like with a song, people don't know the beginning of it, but then you get to the chorus and everybody's like, Oh, baby, it's you. <laughs> that, they know that song when you get to the chorus. I think that's fun. Um. I've not been blessed with the talent to sing like EG. Either. <laughs> uh, my mom will tell you that <laughs> quickly. Um, so when <laughs> in one of our karaoke, karaoke moments um, the other week, I was pressured to sing a song from memory, and all songs left my mind. You except know, from, for except for Jesus loves you. <laughs> this I know, and so um, that's what you. Yeah, so I sang that to a bus full of thirty kids. <laughs> it's probably the most nerve wracking thing I've ever done. <laughs> All right. Well, you Thank guys. Thank you, Turner Lock, for it's like a heavy metal singing. version of it. Yeah, <laughs> you were screaming it. You guys have heard it here on the Right Now podcast what EG and Sam would sing if they had to sing karaoke. Jesus loves you. Um, Jesus very, loves you. very interesting. Two polar opposite choices. <laughs> yeah, there. Two polar opposite sets of talent. <laughs> So, all right, let's let's move forward in the podcast today. We've talked about um, this summer, but just for a brief moment, let's go back to your time in student ministry. All right, back in the day when you were in student ministry, you way old folks. Way back when. Way, way back when, you old folks now. It's not that far um, for me. Me neither. It's what, two years. <laughs> speak to and share with those that are watching or listening today about a moment that stands out to you when you were in the student ministry. Maybe it was something special God did, something funny that happened. I don't know. Just some sort of moment. Go back to uh, and share that for a second. 
Hmm. Um, really, the first thing that comes to mind was really when I came to Christ. Um, I know that kind of so sounds serious. That sounds like we're just like. I'm sorry. <laughs> this is an important moment for me. That is an important moment. You're right. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Okay. Anyway, so it was the moment I came to Christ, and y'all making me feel bad about this now. Oh, no, you shouldn't feel bad. Um, That's really good. Oh uh, yeah, I shouldn't feel bad about. It. Okay. Anyway, so at Wired in 2013, that was like when I accepted. Jesus Christ. And, um, I think it was my favorite because that was really when my sister and brother were still in the student ministry and no, they weren't. Abby was an intern. Ben was a senior and, um, they, like all of their friends who were older, they like came up to me and were just telling me how proud they were of me and just how, how big of a decision this was and just how they just really encouraged me. I thought that was pretty cool. Um, I really thought that was, my favorite. No, that's great. That's great. I hate that I've made you feel bad. <laughs> yeah, you heard it here first. Okay. Well, I'm gonna make you feel worse. My answer is actually serious this time. Okay, all right. Um, yeah, one serious. Yeah, which is good. Um, it's good. We got to transition from the craziness of the day to serious life stuff. So, Samantha, keep going. Um, I haven't really talked about this this um that much, but there was um, my tenth grade summer Wired. I didn't actually attend Wired. Attend Wired because I wanted to go to um, Vermont on the first Vermont trip. But I came at night with my mom because she was driving the bus. So right. I came to the night services. Um, and the speaker, he gave a message on missions and accepting the call to be the um, bridge in the gap. Yeah. And I didn't really talk about it with anybody other than, like, the person standing right next to me, um, which was Grace Wiggins in that moment. But he gave an invitation to, like, accept that call mm-hmm. specifically um, and, like, you know, to stand up. And then, like, he, you know, then we went into worship because it was, like, during one of the songs. But... I, that was kind of the moment where I was like, you know, that's really what I want to do. But I didn't kind of realize how much I wanted to do it mm-hmm. until I went to Vermont, you know, just a few weeks later. And then it was like, okay, wow. Like I had that moment and then I went into um, an environment that's very, um, I guess, you, I, I would say very atheist, agnostic. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely hardly any religious beliefs or activity or just general knowledge at all. Um, so just having that moment at that wired that, I mean, I don't know why I haven't talked about it that much. It's just kind of like it happened to me and it was really cool. And then Vermont happened. So I feel like I've talked about Vermont more, but um, that message he brought that day, like the whole time I was like listening to it and the Lord was just talking to me. He's like, this, you know, this is you. This is what I, this is where I want you. It's good. Yeah, that's really cool. Um, When you think of that statement about God making clear to you some specific things, I think we could all say we found ourselves in those moments, what helps you guys hear from God on a daily basis and not just during the summer or at camp or in the setting that we kind of find ourselves in as far as like the summer high or camp high kind of thing? What's something that helps y'all to hear from God on a daily basis? Well, I mean, it's, you know, the obvious good church answer is his word every day. Mm -hmm. Um, That's the, that's the easiest way to hear from him every day. Um, and you can go back to the same thing. And, you know, if you're questioning, like, how does, what does this verse mean or how did it mean? You can go to it. You can find a study on it. Yeah. Um, you can go look at the original language to understand it better. Um, and then, you know, prayer. But I feel like the thing that I find hardest to do, but this is when it's the easiest for it to happen with me, um, is, like, kind of, like, sitting and waiting in the silence and, like, mm-hmm. giving him a moment to speak, mm-hmm. which I find in our times really, really hard to do because yeah. I'm, like, you know, I have the next thing I need to do. Someone texts me, but, like, you know, if 
finding that moment where you're just sitting, listening, um, waiting. I find that I do that the most when I'm like driving, where I'm just kind of like yeah. by myself and I'm like, nothing can distract me. My phone's on my bag and just kind of like, you know, thinking about things, asking questions, kind of waiting to see, you know, for answer, things like that. Yeah, that's yeah. good. Well, you took my answer. <laughs> um, you serious people talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I would definitely agree with just being completely opening, open to listening to God and putting yourself in a situation where you are apt to listening to him and his yeah. voice. Um, something that stuck out to me from really just a message that you brought, Chase, was just if it um, if you're hearing a voice, but it doesn't line up with God's word, it's not from God. And so that's really easy to discern. God actually speaking, if it lines up with his word, because I mean, his word is him, it's who he is. And so if we want to learn who he is and hear from him, we need to be in his word. Like Sam said, that sounds cliche, but that's truly just really what you have to do. You have to be in a relationship with him and being with him on a daily basis to hear from him and have a relationship with him. I feel like, I feel like we try to make it this big grand thing. And sometimes it really happens that way where God comes in like this really big grand moment. And sometimes that's what some people need, Mm -hmm. but I feel like what happens more often is it's the, the small moments of listening and waiting than the, the big crazy things that make a crazy story that might get you famous, you know, but it's the, it's the small moments where it really, where he really comes through. Yeah, that's true. So practically for y'all, when you seek the Lord through his word, um, encourage those listening or watching just a little bit about what does that look like to you? Is that a, I'm opening up a chapter a day? Is that I'm walking through a devotion? Is that I'm going to read a verse here or a verse there? Like, what, what would you say um, has the Lord helped you see? What does that look like for yourself? Um, so I kind of like to read chapter by chapter just because I feel like it gets the full idea. Mm -hmm. Um, if not chapter by chapter, I would do like heading to heading because I feel like that captures a full idea. And then I like to look at, um, the footnotes down at the bottom in the, the study Bible that you gave us our senior year, actually. Um, look at those. If there's any articles, because that Bible has a lot of articles in it too. I like to look at those. And really the thing I found that helps me understand it the most, if I kind of try to write it down next to it in my own mm. words um, to see if I understand it and then I like compare them. That's smart. Um, and then the other thing I do, I mean, that's the main thing I like to do. I also have, I was gifted, like if I'm having a really busy day, um, a friend of mine, Ronnie Summer, um, gift his parents gifted us, um, all of his friends in our graduating class mm-hmm. um, gifted us different some of us devotion, some of us different things. Um, gave one friend to, like this really pretty study Bible because she didn't have a good study Bible. Um, lovely people, love them so much. Um, but they gave me this. It's I don't know what it's I don't know what it's called. But it's, it's a sweet little leather book, and it's like statements that are made up of several verses oh, wow. um, that like all correlate together, and it's just like statements about your day, like what the mm-hmm. Lord thinks of you, how the nature of the Lord, you know, something about Jesus, and I I try to just read those. There's one for every day. And I try to read that every morning, and That's it's cool. just a, a short snippet of encouragement. Yeah. And if I've got more time, I go read the actual verses because they're all listed at the bottom. Oh, cool. Gotcha. It's, yeah. a really, it's a really nice little book. Yeah. I also read um, chapter by chapter. Um, something my mom told me really last summer was um, she gave me some advice because I was struggling to read the Bible in my personal time, I was leading a lot of small groups and it was hard for me to find that personal time just to get away from everything. Right. Um, and she told me, 
<clears throat> that I need to really read until God speaks to me. And I thought, wow, that's kind of powerful. But what happens when he doesn't speak to you? Like, of course, he's going to speak to you if you invite him into that moment. But um, and I read in John 1, um, John 1, 1, uh, God spoke to me and said, knowing me is knowing my word. And um, so moving on to John 1, 2, the next night, um, I really didn't hear from God in that moment. And I thought, like, what am I doing wrong? I'm reading the word like I'm supposed to. And um, it was kind of just the moment of having to sit back and he told me, God told me that maybe he wasn't speaking to me in that moment, but he's preparing me for a conversation with somebody down the road Mm. where he would use that scripture that I read that I didn't think anything of um, after that night he used me to um, have a conversation with somebody else and use that exact scripture to maybe give them advice on something. And so there's always a purpose in um, in the reading. And so really just encouragement is, first of all, if you don't have a personal relationship with God, get one. And um, if you uh, don't have a quiet time set in the day, um, you need to have one at least daily. I know we're obviously not perfect. We're not going to have every day in the word. Um, But if you can make that time, if you can find that time, make that time and make it your priority. And um, just really, I know this kind of, again, sounds cliche, but find what works for you. Find a book that um, maybe start with a shorter book like James. It's got short chapters, um, and you can read that. And it's very deep in what it talks about, in what James talks about. Um, and he talks about a lot of worldly problems and how we as Christians can deal with those problems. So I think it's really practical for us um, as believers to learn from. Yeah. I read this uh, quote this morning that I'd actually read six years ago today. Mm-hmm. And it says this is by Oswald Chambers, and it says the reality of God's presence is not dependent on any place, but only dependent mm-hmm. upon the determination to set the Lord always before us. That's good. And it just comes to this place with being in the presence of God, spending time with Him, hearing from Him. It's not about a specific area, but it's about putting the things of God in front mm-hmm. of us to experience Him. And I love how both of you share uh, your heart in that and the way the Lord, because I think that's different for each of us. Um, not everybody, every relationship's different, and not everybody has that same yeah. uh, relationship as far as what that practically looks like um, in our lives. And so let's do this today as we wrap up the podcast. You guys are transitioning out of the summer, like many of those that will be watching and listening are transitioning out of the summer, heading back to school, that kind of thing. What is something that you're looking most forward to when the summer ends and you're getting back to, I guess, your (laughs) normal college life? So what are you looking forward to? EG, we'll start with you. Um. So what am I looking forward to for this like upcoming school yeah, year? Yeah, after the summer. What are you looking forward to? Anything after the summer? Um, Doesn't have to do with school. Doesn't have to do with just anything after you are done and Dothan interning in the student ministry. I think it's pretty um, crazy that I'm going to be a junior um, at Auburn for a semester and then a senior in the spring since I transferred. My credit hours are a little crazy, um, but it's kind of just 
kind of it's a little scary but also very exciting that this next chapter is coming up very quickly um so that's something i'm definitely looking forward to on down the line i guess but um in general just excited just to be back in auburn um just seeing some friends that stayed there this summer who i haven't really gotten to keep up with um and i'm just really excited just to start in-person classes for the first time because yeah. I because of COVID I haven't been able to have in-person classes yet and so this isn't going to be my first semester being in person which I'm really excited about because I feel like I'm getting that actual college experience yeah which is exciting that's cool Sam um I'm excited to figure out whatever normal looks like at Mobile because <laughs> um, I mean if you spend any time with me this summer you know my jets and clothes um, and I find it really funny even though it's really sad <laughs> but um, I'm just gonna laugh it's I mean like I'm excited for Mobile but the thing I am most excited for this coming year is live music is back and Ooh. if I you come up and you're like, if I come home and you're like, Sam, let's go out to eat. And I say, no, I'm broke. It's because I bought concert tickets. <laughs> Spent all our money on concert tickets. <laughs> um, also, if you ever come see, like if I come home to Dothan and I don't have a voice, it's because I, I've lost it. I've been, been to a concert. concert. There's, they have concerts in Mobile, don't they? Um, there's not really any mo in Mobile. There's a lot in New Orleans. And New Orleans okay. is only like so two hours away. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. not bad. Um, and my new roommate down at Mobile, she actually... Um, her sister and brother-in-law live in New Orleans, so oh. you know that. I mean, that might be something. Got connections um, already. Got already <laughs> getting this concert <laughs> connections, um, but those are just. I really, really love concerts, and it was really, really sad to not go to concerts for almost two years now. It's kind of driving me crazy. Who's the first person you want to see in concert? Um, Twenty One Pilots. Uh, it would either be. I would love to see Twin Pilots on this tour. I'm probably gonna have to wait till they come back to Atlanta, cause uh, like, because they true. had been so long since they had toured, like those tickets like wiped out before we could look at them. I was gonna get some though. <laughs> um, the first tickets I have are Harry Styles tickets, and I still gotta figure those out because it's in the middle of the school week. So <laughs> skip class. <laughs> um, <laughs> just rock it. Just go for it. Oh no! I, what I'm a role model. Class. Skip class and go watch Harry Styles only skip in concert. Class if you bought these tickets two years ago <laughs> and you spent a lot of money on them. Yeah, that's true. Um, PSA: Parents, go to school. Harry I want my my school. mom is like, "What are you gonna do?" And I'm like, "Probably skip class." And she's like, "Well, we, we bought them." So. <laughs> um, but I mean, if I can get tickets in between now and then, uh, whoever that they'll be first. <laughs> Well, let's end on that one today. Uh, ladies, we've rocked today. It's just been the three of us in the office uh, as far as staff goes with a little help from Alex. But uh, we uh, have missed the other folks, but we rocked it today without them. Had a lot of laughs, a lot of fun. Right, and exactly. Same has been said about this podcast. A lot of laughs and a lot of fun. And then when EG starts speaking, it adds in a little seriousness to it all. Yes. It, and it well, filters just, through the I'm rest of I'm not quite as serious in the regular conversations. Yeah, I don't know what it was. We've been like uh, on something all day and then we're just like, all right, time to... Let's talk about Jesus. Podcast moment. Just <laughs> Podcast so, moment. So, all right, guys. Well, you've been watching or listening to the Right Now podcast. So thankful for this time. So proud of these ladies and want to encourage you as always to live your life right now for the glory of God. Right.